Good evening, and welcome to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles, a podcast you can miss. I am Dan Bain, and every episode I improvise a low-stakes podcast for you to fall asleep to. It's always so pleasant to receive a little bit of listener feedback, especially when it comes via a new medium. Here is a review from Amazon Podcasts from Michelle. Now, many of you will be familiar with Apple Podcasts' Five Golden Stars system. But over here on Amazon Podcasts, they like to break it up a little. Get a little specific about different criteria of the listening experience. Overall, five golden stars. Performance, five golden stars. Story, puzzlingly, five golden stars. That's 15 golden stars. I don't know if that's better or worse than five golden stars. Is it actually just still 100%? These are the maths puzzles for our times. Here's what Michelle has to say. I fall asleep so fast. Snoozy face emoji. Zzzz emoji. Maybe I'm just really tired. Or this podcast is very helpful. Beautiful voice and nice mumbles. Tsunami emoji. Surfer emoji. Michelle continues. Brackets first review here. <laughs> also, 10 out of 10 to listen here because of that timer feature. Close bracket. Ah, seems Michelle has found a preferred methodology of listening to the show. And also, as she notes, has been the first person to add a review there. Well, thank you, Michelle. And I hope the reason is because the podcast is very helpful. Not just that you are very tired. There's something about correlation and causation here. But I can't quite connect the dots to make the point. Anyway, 
also be like Michelle and leave a review on Amazon Podcasts or, of course, wherever you listen. It helps other people find the show and uh, I'm a great fan of it. You could also follow I Am Dan Bain on Facebook or Twitter or Sleepy Time Mumbles on Instagram. But not now. That can wait. For now, put down your phone, turn off your screens, close your eyes. Now it's time to be mumbled to sleep. Season 3, Episode 4 Gossip about people you don't know Part 2 Oh my god Did you hear about Caroline? I heard That she was driving her car Down the road And her dress Was stuck in the um, in the car door it was hanging out it was hanging out the door while she was driving down the road and it was raining it was raining quite heavily and she drove she drove through a puddle uh, I guess a muddy and she she got to work and she got out and she didn't realize that this big chunk of her dress was was just sodden just absolutely muddy and soaked and ruined and and she had to go into work and have that all day long and you know what her job is that's right she's a pilot and so it was very uncomfortable because it was her uniform dress that they wear the lady pilots and very embarrassing because then she arrived in Dubai and she still had a muddy dress oh there were some there were some looks at customs I'll bet I don't know if you've heard this one, but did you know that Sharon, has no little toe? Did you know that? She doesn't have a little toe, 
on her left foot. There's no little toe there. I saw one time when she was wearing flip-flops. No little toe. And I don't want to bring it up. In case it was traumatic or whatever. But I was very puzzled and very curious. I kept trying to steal little glimpses of it so I could see if maybe there were clues nearby. You know, clues as to what might have happened. If there's kind of, I don't know, bite marks or something, like where, like where maybe an, an eel or some such just got a hold of it. I mean, but I don't want to ask, in case she wasn't born with it, or in case it was a really bad story, I wouldn't have been able to deal with it if I'd asked her about her toe and then she'd started crying. Nope. I would not have been into that at all. Did you hear about Kevin? Did you hear what he did? Down at the river, the day of the river. So he was down there and he's got this boat. Right, he's just bought this boat. It's not a it's not a, not a big boat, but you know, it's a the boat, it's got a like it's got a motor, it's got a little canopy at the front, it's not a, I wouldn't take it on the ocean, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a boat, so he's boating about, I think he's just, oh no, 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 I wasn't there, but I heard it from um, uh, Terence, Terence told me about Keith. Anyway, so he's in the he's in the boat, and um, his his partner, uh, what's her name? You, you know the uh, with the with the short hair. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Tam Tabitha Tabitha. Sounds unlikely, quote. Is that her name? Right, everyone calls her Tabby, of course. Right. I thought it was... Okay. Anyway, she's there. She's in the river. Um, in... One of those, uh... You know, those inflatable... Kind of... 
unicorn kind of seahorse kind of things. You know, they're quite big and they've got a got a head or if you've seen you've seen them before. Right, she's in that floating around. No oh, <laughs> No no, this isn't horrific. Like he doesn't hit her with the boat or something. But he's um You know how you uh you know when you want to attract uh fish you you chum the water. Yes, you know you know what chum is. No, not the not the dog food. Um, it's like fish scraps. It's like um, you know guts and and blood and and bones and and stuff like that. Yeah, he tipped the chum over the edge and and landed right on her belly, right on her. Right in her belly, which was, yeah, well, she, you know, just in a swimsuit, wasn't she? So just fish, um, yeah, just fish, fish guts. Yeah, she was pretty mad, pretty mad, and everyone thought it was really funny, as you do. I mean, it's one of those things that. If it happened to you, you definitely wouldn't see the funny side of it. But if it doesn't happen to you, pretty easy to see the funny side of it. I mean, it's not like we're not her face, or maybe a little bit, but I mean, I guess yeah. She could have just gotten the river. I don't know why she got so angry. Because, boy, did she get angry. Hear what, um... Hear what, um, Simon's about to? You didn't? Huh. So he's, um... He's trading, uh... What are they? You know, um... He's on bitcoins. Yeah. Yeah, he's big big bitcoin trader yeah probably um probably on the the non-fungible tokens as well the old nfts well, i don't know how they work it sounds like nonsense to me it all all sounds like i mean money's already kind of a um kind of an invisible concept right like invisible money this idea of making money with money, but money that doesn't really exist, and money that was never actually exchanged for anything, you know, not for goods or service or time or labor, but rather just exchanged for other monies. I don't know, that always seems imaginary to me, but kind of... Uh, Intangible, and and I suppose that the world of the the Bitcoin, uh, another step of, of kind of intangible away from that, and then the the NFT, yet another step away from kind of a tangible reality and into this world of imaginary currency. Um, 
Yeah, so he's broke. He's broke now. He has no liquid money. I mean, theoretically, he's now a multimillionaire. Um, but he, he, yeah, yeah, he makes, he's made more than in the last three months than I've made in my entire life. But, um, but he can't spend any of it. So, I don't know how useful, I had to buy him a, I had to buy him a drink when we were at the pub. Otherwise he'd have just sat there. Multi-millionaire. I gotta buy him a... I gotta buy him a pint. Huh. Obviously, uh... Jamie left him. Took the kids as well. Very hard to feed children on uh, invisible money. Mm. Oh, she's pregnant again. By the way, now, who do you think I mean? Of course, I mean Roberta. She loves to get pregnant. Like, how long have you known her? Have you ever known her not to be either immediately either giving birth to a baby, having just given birth to a baby, or being pregnant? It's extraordinary. She may well be the most fertile person I've ever met. And no regrets. Extraordinary. I like what, um, I like what, uh, I like what Jess did with her hair. Do you like it? I quite like it. I mean, I can see how it's not for everyone. And I can see why Seth hates it. But, um, I don't know. It's her hair, I guess. He's just got to, I mean, he has to live with it, right? <laughs> I guess it's probably not that, uh, not that great for him when it's, you know, bring your partner along to the, uh, stockholders meeting at the bank or whatever. But, um, yeah, who cares? I think it looks good. I think it looks good, and it, at least you can say it's not boring. You, whether you, whether you like it or not, because you can like it and not want it. You know what I mean? You can be like, I like that. I wouldn't. It, it's not for me. I think it suits her face. You know, and kind of a, a little style that she's got going on. But yeah, he, he, can't, he cannot stand it. 
He's always around complaining about it. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Tell, tell her. Just communicate about it. And he's like, oh, she'll be angry. I'm like, will she be angry? Or will she just be like, I didn't realize it affected you that much. I don't know. I don't know her that well, but she seems like a reasonable person. I think you should maybe stop, uh, you know, moaning to me. Maybe, um, you know, just be like an adult. Just be an adult about it. If it's affecting your business, I don't think it's affecting his business. I think he just doesn't like it. I think it's that, um, you know, it makes her look a bit edgy and it makes him, by comparison, look even more like someone who works in a bank, which to be true is what he does. He He's a person who works in a bank. He can't escape that, but I guess <laughs> by comparison, she makes him look even more like someone that works in a bank. I mean, if that's not what you want to look like, or, or how you want to be perceived, why would you work in a bank? It's not like they're short on cash. If she can afford haircuts like that. So I've been buying these crackers recently. They come in a little box. Um, there's not heaps of them. It's quite a, it's quite a small box. And I'll be honest, they're cool. they're they're not they're quite expensive. Chris keeps coming around to my house and eating my crackers. Yeah, no, no, not even, not even with something on them. Like. You know, you come around to my house, and I'll be like, oh, let me get out some, you know, if I've got something to offer, I'll offer it, but I want it to be like a decent offering, so, you know, if I've got some cheese to go with the crackers, or some, I don't know, some, um, some salami or something, little, little gherkins, You know, cut them up. Let's have a little, let's have a little platter, some crackers and some, you know, little, little, little grazing platter. But if I've, to be honest, if I've only got crackers, <coughs> I probably won't offer them, because it seems a bit, seems a bit under. You know. In terms of um, hospitality, but he just come around and eat my eat, like he'll go straight in the cupboard. Just um, and it's hard to begrudge someone a cracker because there's not much, not much to them. But um, yeah, is that is that weird? I would never go around to someone's house. 
and just be like, can I have a cracker? I mean, I might be cheeky and be like, you're going to offer me a biscuit. If I saw some biscuits. But the crackers are in my cupboard. No, I don't, no, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't care. I'm not too worried about them. They are nice. But no, I'm not. Is, is it a bit weird? Feels a bit weird. Anyway, he's coming around tomorrow, so... I better eat these crackers. So there's none left. Cam bought a parrot. Yeah, yeah, massive one. Like a, tr a full on, full on tropical parrot. Yeah, I just, no, no, he doesn't have a cage for it. He lets it, uh, he doesn't want it to feel um, trapped or kind of traumatized or whatever. You know, he wants it to live free. Um, or I guess as free as a parrot can in a, in a city apartment. But um, yeah, so it just he lets it, it's it gets everywhere. It's on the TV. It's on the bench. It's not as loud as I thought it would be. Actually, I thought it would be screeching. You know, kind of all all the time. But, um, no, it's, I'm not going to say subdued, it's not subdued, it's, it's got a real attitude, but, um, yeah, he loves it, and it, it you know, it does sit on his shoulder, so you get a real, get a real pirate feel, I guess. But it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of work for a, you know, he's been teaching it words. Um, every time it leaves, every time Cam, uh, leaves the room, I, I just swear at it non-stop. Just constantly, just, I'll call, I'll call it anything. Um. Boy, have I, I've said some just hideous things to that parrot, because I want, I don't know, it's childish, but I want it to, I want it to be a parrot that swears it all the time, and n not, not in a charming way either. You know, in that kind of charming way that uh, Cockney people do swear words. You're like, oh, you're, you're charming. And sometimes when a parrot does swears, you're like, oh, you're, you're rascal. 
you're just a you're just a rascal. But no, I've I've just been saying the most wildly unpleasant things. So when the parrot says it to him, it's it's really going to come as a shock, I tell you. I don't get a lot of time with it though, so. It'd be very embarrassing if someone walked in on me, uh, just muttering obscenities at a parrot. I don't have anything against it. I think it's quite a beautiful creature. I just want it to be incredibly filthy. That's all. That was season three, episode four of Sleepy Time Mumbles Gossip About People You Don't Know, part two. Sleepy Time Mumbles is produced by Noost. Octopus Co. and hosted by me, Dan Bain. Feel free to follow us wherever you like. All the details on how to do that are in the show notes on very clickable links. Until next time, good night, sleep tight.